Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Today's episode, Burn Baby Burn. It looks like our foreign and domestic policies are all going to be explained in 140 characters or less. Orange Julius Caesar, our new president-to-be, just can't control his tiny twitching Twitter fingers and just has to blurt out everything, anything that occurs to him. He has to spit it out to all of us, much to our amusement and amazement. and. There is, of course, much hand-wringing about one of his latest tweets where he says anyone who burns a flag should go to jail or lose their citizenship. And so the left, of course, freaked out about this, talked about how horrible it was and how unconstitutional it was, and then the right responded by posting articles about Hillary Clinton's attempt to make it illegal back in 2005. She wanted the punishment to be a year in jail and a $100,000 fine. So when you got out of jail, your life was ruined because you now owed this enormous fine. Now, this has been decided by the Supremes on two separate occasions. They've said that it's free speech and that it's uh, constitutional. If you want to burn a flag, even if you're doing it in protest, then yeah, you can do it. But nobody expects Cheeto Jesus to know anything about the Constitution, or much of anything else for that matter. And it immediately made me think of an article that I wrote back in 1999 called Good for Your Constitution, where I proposed a constitutional amendment that should solve the problem completely. And I thought, gee, did I do a podcast on that? I I thought maybe I did. So I went through and I looked and why, yes. Back in 2006, episode number 34 was Good for Your Constitution, and it was about my proposed flag-burning amendment. And being that I'm into recycling, of course, I think it's only appropriate that I recycle that podcast. So, here it is, and I'll have a few comments afterwards, but... I'll save a little time and recycle all those ones and zeros for you once again. Today's episode, Good for Your Constitution. We Americans love our flag. We put it on everything. Everything out there is available with either the flag itself or Stars and Stripes motif. There are a dozen ways just to put it on your car. You can get little decals. You can get one to fly from the aerial. You can get a magnet. You can get one of those dopey little ribbon stickers that uh, are in the back of half the cars in the parking lot. Some people even paint their whole car with a stars and stripes motif, although that's more common on motorcycles. We put it on cigarette lighters and CD covers and paper plates and every piece of clothing possible, including underwear. We put it on playing cards and teddy bears and rolling papers and condoms. In fact, if you can find anything that doesn't have a flag on it or isn't available with stars and stripes, 
You've just discovered a great marketing opportunity because if you can get someone to make it for you with stars and stripes, people will buy it. We hang the flag from our homes. We wave it at parades and protest, write songs to it, salute it, pledge our allegiance to it, march to war under it, and some of us die for it. And when they do, we drape their coffins with it. So it's not the least bit surprising that people get upset when protesters burn it. In fact, they get so upset that protesters very rarely do it because they know that it's going to piss off a lot of people that might otherwise be on their side. Have you ever seen anybody burn a flag? I mean, really seen it, not just seen a clip on the news somewhere. Me neither. Someone burning a flag is rare enough to make headlines, and we don't see those headlines very often. So, of course, Congress is proposing a flag-burning amendment, a horrible solution to a non-problem. The First Amendment is the only one that hasn't been castrated by the Supremes, the only one that remains more or less intact. Admittedly, they've left the Third alone, too, because we've never quartered soldiers in people's houses, but with the government analyzing our phone calls, demanding to read our internet logs, tracking our financial transactions, filming us at stoplights, airports, and just walking down the street... They don't really have to. And while the Supremes occasionally chip away at the first as well, it's evident that it's the one part of the Constitution, the only part of the Constitution, that they've actually read and understand. So since they won't attack it, Congress has decided to. The amendment would ban desecration, which is a fuzzy word that means different things to different people and would keep otherwise law-abiding citizens in the courts for years. A flag patch sewn to the sleeve of a neatly pressed police uniform would obviously be acceptable, but how about that same patch, worn and stained, sewn to the ass of a pair of filthy ripped blue jeans? How about on a worn, faded t-shirt? How about a flag bikini on an attractive woman? How about the same bikini on an ugly fat chick? How about the same bikini on an attractive woman who's a little overweight? Wouldn't wiping the spaghetti sauce from your mouth with a flag napkin desecrate it? And if a flag on clean underwear isn't desecration, the inevitable stains at the end of the day would make the wearer guilty of a federal offense. We get these attempts at a flag-burning amendment every four, five, or six years. It usually makes it through the House and then barely misses being passed in the Senate. This time around, though, it could make it through, and if it did, most state government weasels would fall all over themselves trying to be the fastest ones to ratify it. Since this keeps being brought up, we need a way to settle it once and for all. And, as always, I have a solution. A solution that's smartenized and easy and therefore has no chance of passing. But I'll offer it up anyhow. And, by the way, I did get a message from somebody sent me an email who said he hoped my solution wasn't the same as his, which was to pass a law that said all flags have to be fireproof. That's an interesting approach, not a bad idea, but mine's a little simpler than that. And to whoever sent that in, I owe you an apology. The reason I didn't respond was I saw the message in the preview plane of my spam filter and evidently clicked the wrong checkbox and it got deleted before I had a chance to answer it or respond to it. No, my solution is an actual amendment. Since they keep wanting to do amendments, let's give them one. But let's give them one that isn't going to infringe on the First Amendment and one that will, in fact, enhance it a bit. Here it is, the Hitman Flag Burning Amendment. Article 1. 
Congress shall make no law preventing any citizen of the United States from referring to anyone who protests by burning, desecrating, or otherwise treating the flag disrespectfully as that asshole. Article 2. No one referred to as that asshole in accordance with Article 1 shall have any recourse in any court of law for being called an asshole. There you go. Beautiful. Simple. Call or write your congressman. Yeah, we'll get this put in here all right. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you So there it is, folks. Nothing much has changed. This comes around every decade or so. And it's just the same old stuff. The thing is, when it comes to burning a flag, it's stupid for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's artless. It's completely lacking of any imagination whatsoever. It shuts down any communication because all it really does, does what it's designed to do. It pisses people off and it just angers people. There's no more conversation available from that point forward. It is kind of funny, though, to see the far right who spends a lot of time putting down the far left for being ultra-sensitive, the social justice warrior nonsense, the third-wave feminist goofiness, but threaten the piece of cloth that they hold dear, and they go all SJW themselves. I've seen some really nasty, violent threats. I see somebody doing anything to the flag. I will kill them. I will beat them to within an inch of their life, and I know how to do it because... I'm a soldier. I fought for that flag. Uh, yeah, and actually it didn't. You fought for some corporation somewhere, unless you're a World War II vet. Uh, you didn't fight for our freedoms. Uh, you didn't fight for our flag. Uh, you were fooled, you know? And I will respect you for doing your bit, doing your service, but uh, the last person who fought for our freedom fought back in World War II. Everything else since then has been for politics or for corporations or usually a combination of the two. But if you're one of those folks who did it, you're one of those folks who served, I'm not looking to piss you off. I'm not looking to anger you. But even though it doesn't really mean anything to me because it represents a government that I despise, I'm certainly not going to burn it or protest by damaging it and disrespecting the people who have actually gone out and served thinking that they were doing a fine and decent and patriotic thing. It's kind of on the same line as uh, religion is concerned. I despise religion too. I'm very anti-religious, but I have absolutely no use for, you know, taking a picture of a crucifix in a jar of urine and calling it art or doing a picture of the Virgin Mary and throwing elephant dung at it and calling it art. It's shit, literally. It's just garbage. What are you doing? What are you trying to prove? It's just stupid. It's artless. Eh, Don't do it. Having said that, I am looking forward to more entertainment and amusement from our great orange leader. We can be certain that uh, whatever he comes up with it's, uh, it's going to be probably horrible and entertaining. Me? I'm buying stock in Orville Redenbacher because about all we can do is just 
make a big bucket of popcorn, sit back, and watch it burn, baby, burn. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned a little something or changed your mind or even can see a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you've been smartenized. If you are a cigar smoker, you want to go to CigarDeals.com. That's Cigar-Deals.com. The dash is important. A project of mine designed to try and show you the best cigar deals that are currently available. I've got some interesting things coming up with it, too, it looks like. Uh, there's some negotiations with some dealers personally. We're going to see what happens with that. It should be fun. If you are not a cigar smoker... Give it a try, man. It's nothing quite as relaxing as a good cigar, especially in the company of other cigar smokers. I have mentioned this before. There is nothing in the world that takes the piss and vinegar out of conversation than a good cigar. You can sit down liberals and conservatives and the pious and the atheists and people of all different persuasions, politically, religiously, philosophically, and give them all a nice cigar, and you have some fascinating conversations without ever hearing a voice raised in anger, because there's just something magical about cigars. That's why we call other cigar smokers B-O-T-L, Brotherhood of the Leaf. Give it a try. Anyway, cigar-deals.com. And the only other thing to tell you about is that the Quick Hits Podcast is nothing more than a journal of one man's opinion. So please, don't take it too seriously. Seriously.